Hello, you are listening to the Sask Wedding Podcast. If you're a bride-to-be or just love weddings, we created this show just for you. I'm your host, Matt Ramage. I'm the owner of MJ & Co. Stories, a photography and film company based in Saskatoon. On today's episode, we are talking with the talented Morgan Favel, an accomplished master stylist who specializes in bridal hair based out of lavish district here in Saskatoon. She has a reputation with her clients to just take care of them and has an established social media following. I also have Melissa Weir on the show. Melissa is a talented hairstylist and is a photographer and editor here at MJ Co. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm yeah, so excited. Awesome. Well, today I wanted to talk about how brides should prepare for their wedding day and uh, what they should talk to their stylists about and what they should do to look bomb on their wedding day. Does that sound okay? Yes, let's Sounds do it. great. Awesome. So let's kick it off with some more fun here. Um, what's the greatest compliment a client has ever given you? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, actually, Melissa and I were just having this conversation when someone shows you a picture of hair that you've done on your Instagram and they say, that's what I want. Yes, that feels so good. <laughs> and it's not just a random picture off Pinterest. They like found you on social media. They know you're good and they brought you your own photo. So, you know, that means something. Is that, is that a good match when like someone's like followed you, has seen your work, kind of vetted you without even knowing you and then comes to you and and is like, I came to you because I saw this photo of someone's hair you did on your Instagram. Like, is that like the best way to get a client? Absolutely. Uh, Social media is huge right now for marketing. Uh, Instagram, it's free. So I, I utilize it every single day. And honestly, every week I get at least one or two people messaging me. I think that's like the number one thing right now for finding a new stylist or esthetician or really any like beauty service professional is through Instagram or some type of social media because they want to see the work and know that the person isn't just some random. (laughs) Do Do you think like a lot of it's like a bride? Well, I mean, we're talking about brides, but like a person is looking for someone and they know their type of hair. So that they're, they're looking for a stylist who has examples of that type of hair. Like maybe they have like <clears throat> super curly hair or maybe they have super thin, wispy hair. And so they look for stylists who kind of specialize. Yeah, in totally. For sure. And a lot of stylists who specialize in certain uh, areas of hair, they always have it in their bio. So then you don't even have to waste your time going through their feed. It's just right there in front of you. So Morgan, what do you specialize in? I specialize in styling. I love doing photo shoots. I love doing on-location weddings. I love men's hair. It's challenging. So whatever like the hardest part of hair is, it's my favorite go-to. And what, what is it about weddings you like? Like, why, why do you do that? I do it because I'm such a people person and I love just making people feel really good. And it's your wedding day. It's the biggest day of your life and I get to be a part of it. And it's amazing. So it, it seems, it's, this is probably obvious to you, this is out of my wheelhouse, <laughs> but in my mind, I always clump styling with uh, like a, just like a hairdresser, you know, like the, right. per, the person who cuts your hair and the person who styles your hair, the same person to, in my mind. But it, like, is that, is that always the same or is there people who are like, like you said, you specialize in it and you love it. I mm-hmm. assume because you love it, you are much more engaged in it. Like, is it always a hand-in-hand thing or some stylists like really love it and more focus on it or some 
just want to do this stuff in the salon or what? I think generally in hair school, we all have to learn the basics of hair and you either know right away whether you love something or you don't. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, <laughs> so with doing the bridal hair, you, t- you can take classes all year with whatever company you work for. I work for Kevin Murphy, which is like huge in the fashion industry. Uh, so there's always available videos on YouTube and Instagram that you can utilize and improve your skills that way. You've done this for a while. So let's talk about a bride who may not have a stylist for their wedding. Mm -hmm. Um, What should they know about choosing a stylist for their wedding? Like, should they go with the one they've been seeing since they were a teenager? Should they find someone new? You know, what should people know? I think when you're finding a stylist to do your wedding hair, it's kind of like going on dates. Like you take it initially to the first person that you're seeing and if she doesn't feel comfortable with it, she'll let you know right away and she'll recommend a stylist within that salon or uh, you can go on social media and find someone that way. But just going in for that initial consult appointment, bringing photos and saying, this is what I'm looking for. And then you have like that year before your wedding to plan your color, whether or not you're getting extensions or if you want to grow out your hair. So there's a bit more of a plan to this. It's not just like hire a random stylist, tell them to come to the hotel at 9 (laughs) a.m. You could always do that, but you're playing with fire there for sure. Especially if you want to go blonde. A lot of of brides want want to add highlights or go a little bit lighter for their wedding day. And you don't want to do that right before your wedding because you never know what's underneath there. And you might need, it might be a longer process than you think. Exactly. So just planning like that year in advance for your goals and working towards it and going lighter in a safe, healthy way. What do you mean by that? Like, well, you can just go to a stylist and say, I want to be blonde today. And whether or not they care about the integrity of your hair, they could do it. And then it could fall out that night when you go home. So just taking those steps and having a really good consult with them. Slow and steady, lightning is going to lead to much healthier, shinier hair on your wedding day too. So if you're not blonde, you (laughs) want to go blonde, you shouldn't do it. Long-term plan for sure. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's a commitment. Awesome. Any trends? Like we're coming into 2021 here. Um, Like you said, you worked with Kevin Murphy. That's the, the lineup. I'm assuming that's the products that you have in your salon. Is that right? Yes. Okay. It's kind of like you'd have an Aveda salon or a Paul Mitchell salon. Yes. Kevin Murphy's one of those. Okay. Yeah. So what is, uh, what is the trends kind of coming into 2021? Like I'm sure brides already asking you and you're already on board with some of these people. You already probably even know some of the styles you're going to do. Like what are the trends? Right. So I would consider the styles right now to be a lot more soft and airy, not so much like a a sleek look. I feel, I feel like a lot of brides want that like undone, but also uh, enough structure. So it's going to last all day. So uh, bringing in your veil the day of and making sure that your stylist puts it in your hair for you and clips it. And a lot of people have been doing like half up and half down or like a low messy bun. You can't really go wrong with that. What about people who are like, don't fit the the trendiness like is it okay to still go with something more traditional like you know like maybe you're you know whatever circumstance of life you're in I'm not gonna say who who that fits but like mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some people who just don't they want to go with something more Disney or something more like you know castle or you know just a little more traditional like is that okay too 
Absolutely. I actually did wedding hair for an East Indian family uh, last year, and that was so much fun. Like they had all of these massive earrings and pieces to go into their hair and it was definitely like traditional. Like I had to bring multiple bottles of hairspray for these women's hair. And, but that's what they wanted. Like the really tight, traditional bridal hair. And, and the, once you learn a style, is it kind of like in the bank you have it for a while or do you get, do you get rusty ever? Uh, I, well, I always like to practice on like my clients when they come in on the daily or I have mannequins at home during the pandemic. I practice quite a bit just for something to do, get my hands moving. That sounds funny. I like that. I can just imagine you just like listen to the listen to the jams, and you got this like head, and it does look really funny because it's like a it's like a mannequin head with long hair on a uh, what's it called a tripod on a tripod stand. Yeah. yeah, so it's kind of the same thing as having a camera on a tripod, but it's a head with hair that you're styling. Yeah, it's pretty funny. So I've been part of many wedding days. And have uh, I've had my fair share of brides having their hair done and, and not loving it. Um, what 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 could these girls do to avoid like that? Should they have a trial? Should they like get to know their stylist? Like I'm sure, like it's, it 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 always kind of comes after like a stylist that doesn't seem like they normally work with. But like, I mean, what right? We- like if you go out of town and you just have to call whatever salon is there and have them do your hair. Yeah, like that's an example, or a destination mm-hmm. wedding, or. Like, I mean, some of them are in town and it's just like, you know, it could be some, like a lot of, uh, you know, one of the one that's coming to mind is a bride who doesn't normally do her hair much. And then on her wedding day, she wanted it kind of like, you know, to look like a frozen Elsa (laughs) braid. And then it turned into like a more of a Dracula sort of female (laughs) braid. Definitely getting a trial done in advance to make sure that the stylist is comfortable doing Formal styling and bridal hair, because sometimes, I mean, a stylist will really enjoy doing color, really love cutting, and they won't feel super comfortable with styling, but they might do it anyway. So I think it's good to, to kind of find that. Absolutely. And I know a lot of brides, they'll go for their trial makeup that day and their hair, and then they'll go and get some engagement photos done. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect way to do it. And if they don't love it, what and if, should, and if they don't love it, then they can we can take pictures and then they can bring them in the day of and say, hey, this is I didn't like this part of this. Let's just tweak that. Like, is it worth just paying for an extra trial? I'm assuming it's not free. Like, no, it's you, not free. It's equivalent to the same price you'd pay that day. Okay. Yeah. So, what they should if the, if it really matters to them, they should probably have the trial until you nail it. Is that right? Right. I think the most that I've ever had is three. Like, that's very uncommon. Most people just come in for the one trial. Because you can usually do a few different styles while they're there. Like they might point out something they're not super into and you can kind of rework it a little bit. Because the whole point of getting a trial done is for the bride to come in and bring a few pictures. It is good to have a couple of different ideas and then kind of try a few different things. You don't necessarily have to stick with one. Right. You're allotted about an hour and a half for the trial so you can quickly do some curls and throw it to the side or put it up. And what do you find, like, I find, like, you know, it's easy to get a fantasy of what you had in mind of, like, you know, you, it happens with dresses, too. Like, you have this idea of what, you've looked at the magazines, and you're hoping, I can look like this on my wedding day, except it doesn't match your hair or your body shape or whatever. How do you, you know, do you, do you guys kind of recommend for these ladies, like, how to, 
Definitely you know, finding something that lo- looks at least similar to your hair type. Um, I think there's a lot of people that will find these Pinterest photos of women with tons of extensions and super thick hair, and they'll come in with really fine, wispy hair wanting it to look like that. And it's just about impossible to create that with not the same amount of hair. Yeah, a lot of the time in those editorial shots that they're seeing, it's fake hair. It's like, oh, I want this big, fat braid, when really that's just a hair piece. Yeah. It's the same thing with celebrity stylists. They're like, oh, I love her blonde hair, and yesterday she had black hair. Well, that's (laughs) a wig. Yeah. (laughs) Fun. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it, like, I I go to weddings and photograph, and it's like, I know... Like, I just see a bride, and I'm like, and then they put on their dress. I'm like, that dress is so you. And I'm like, you nailed it. And usually within a wedding year, there's always like, you know, there's a bit of a, a trend along along it. And But like the odd dress on a bride, I'm like, wow, that you just like nailed that. That perfectly fit who you are and maybe wasn't exactly like on trend, but it was like mm-hmm. so gorgeous. And I always like, I like it when there's this like, it seems like this harmony and then when their hair matches too, and it's like, it fits them. Like I remember this one bride we did, this was a while ago, but she had red hair and she did an updo and you know, and it, it was so perfect. And she had freckles and she had this beautiful dress and it was like not the trend for the year, but it was like probably one of the prettiest brides and it, cause it suited her. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, I don't know. Like, I feel like, you know, if you could just trust some people, you know, who would you trust the most with your hair? Like, I mean, you should probably trust your stylist. So probably having that relationship if you're getting married in like three years start going to morgan now build that relationship and then she can just have you in her chair and you'll be like can i have this hair and she'll be like nah uh uh how about this and you'll be like i guess and then everybody on your wedding day will be like your hair oh my gosh thanks matt <laughs> yeah it's like yeah it, it make it's kind of like obvious that you know now that we're talking it's like yeah like the long-term play to avoid that disaster hair you know find a stylist you like yeah you know, exactly get part of it i think is just having realistic realistic expectations of what can be done with your hair definitely like if the, the color or the the style or like how much are extensions still a thing you think oh, yeah. go, are they going away are they still getting crazier and more i think they'll popular? always be around yeah Some i sort think of hair as long piece. as people want thick voluminous hair i mean i have them in can you tell yeah, but I'm like, uh, I'm, no, I can't. You're not supposed to say that, Matt. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm very aware. But like, I, I don't know. I, I noticed these things, but they yeah. look great. Thank you They're a 10 much. out of 10 install. Perfect. <laughs> like, I can't see the lines and the stuff and like the patched in places. So. No, but yeah, um, that's funny. So they're still a thing. They're still a thing. And we actually use Folocally, which is just in Regina, and they ship overnight. So you can come and see me on Tuesday for hair and like by that weekend you can have long, amazing hair. So you're saying that that could be a way for a bride to really change up the look. Yes. Especially if she wants something that like a really full bun or like really long, thick hair or like a thick braid, you just need to have that extra hair. And so let's like, I'm kind of curious, like you could get like an extra, how many inches, like what's a good amount of length to add to your natural hair length? Like nine inches? No. <laughs> I think a lot of it's more for thickness, really. Mm-hmm. Like it's not for the volume. Or sorry, it's for the volume, not the length. 
mostly. Yeah, it's not necessarily right. always for the length because a lot of brides put their hair up still, but they just Unless need more. Unless they're wanting more. like that long braid, that Elsa braid that you're referring yeah. to. And so it could take, t- you know, a couple of years to grow your hair that long. If, if ever, if it's damaged, like you're never going to get it that long, right? Right. So getting some uh, extensions, that makes sense. So uh, you want this long hair, start growing it out, talk to your stylist. Yes. Get get a plan for those extensions. Do get lots th- of regular treatments. Yes. Those are so important. How come? Well, what do you mean? Like, What's the treatment like? Well, if you're going lighter, uh, you're compromising your hair. So you need to get some protein back in there. So just doing a deep conditioning treatment, you can come into the salon for that or buy a bottle of product and do that on your own at home. And like what? Is the, the hardest thing on the hair is the coloring. If you wanted, like, should you kind of ease up on that? Or is it like, I mean, this is my assumption. It's the coloring. Tell me if I'm wrong. But like, how do you kind of. I think just seeing the right stylist, they're going to be able to take good care of your hair. And, and like, like we were saying, doing it over a longer period of time so that it's a slower lightening process. It's just going to be a lot healthier and you're going to preserve that that integrity because otherwise you're kind of just blasting it and it'll be I don't know it won't have the same shine so in terms of going darker you can always do that and just getting your gray hairs touched up regularly but if you're going lighter yes you should typically have a plan for that yeah so what's the what's the process for booking a stylist like you want to I mean, tell, tell us how you would, like, in an ideal world, world, a perfect world, you're going to help a bride look bomb on her wedding day. What's that, what's that like, process going to look like, ideally? <laughs> like, do you like to, like, do you like the people part of this job? Yes. The people part are keeping me sane right now during the pandemic. Like, I feel completely normal right now because I, I have my clients every day, and I feel like they're all just, like, my family and my friends. I get to see them regularly. Yeah, we get to see them, or you get to see them more often than a lot of your family right now that yeah. you wouldn't be visiting. What was the question? Uh, <laughs> the, the process. Like, oh, right. so the I guess pro- I brought that in just because, you know, you, you probably, like to me, it makes sense that you should be connected with your wedding photographer, or your videographer. Like you should have like some sort of history. Mm-hmm. I assume with, with hair, like ideally you'd probably want them in your chair, like as a regular client, like. Is it like, is it hard to work off with work with one-off clients for their hair or is that fine? No, it's fine. Um, I always just have this motto of, I treat everyone that I meet, like they're my family, like that I've already known them. And that way they feel comfortable with me the entire time. It just kind of breaks down any barriers. And especially now having the mask on, like I don't recognize half of the people and I just pretend like I know, I know them and I just go with it. <laughs> And then once I get my hands in their hair, then I remember who they are. Morgan, it's me, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) It is funny how you recognize people's hair sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, this is totally off topic, but I've had one or two clients come in where you, they've seen you maybe once and you don't remember them the second time. But as soon as you get your hands in their hair, you're like, oh, you, (laughs) I remember you. And you remember all these conversations you had with them. And yeah. Anyway, (laughs) moving on. (laughs) So someone's trying to book a stylist. What's that process look like? Where would you start? I would start on Instagram. So you have a visual. And uh, we have a receptionist at the salon. So it's always faster to contact a lavish district. But you can also message me on Instagram and I will get back to you sometime that day. 
yeah, it's great to go on Instagram and look at pictures and you can kind of know and get the feel of that person based on their feed. And you're talking like a, a year out at least. Right. Yeah. Yes. Like Saturdays are so limited in the summer as it is with, you know, everyone in Saskatchewan wanting to leave. So yeah, just booking a year in advance. It's much like booking a photographer, I think. Absolutely. Both are quite important and you kind of need one for the other because you don't want to get, I mean, you could, you could hire an amazing photographer and then have hair that you hate in every photo. So it's just as important because yeah, it's any, any wedding vendor, I guess like that you want to book a long time in advance. Don't want to compromise. So get a help, get a hold of you. Do the trial. Do the trial. Are you offended when someone has a trial and then goes somewhere else? Or are you like happy that they had the, you know, they were just like, I mean, I'm, you know, they, they picked who they felt was the best for them. Like, do you, do you think someone should go with that versus just sticking? No, I think I don't take anything personally. Like I know it's about them and it's not about me. Like sometimes people have different hair types and it just didn't work out. And it is what it is. I honestly have not had that happen to me, Matt. So, <laughs> so I can say that right now. She's but I that feel good. fine without it. <laughs> I love it. So let's get into the wedding day. I think we talked about booking enough. Like just go check her out on Instagram and you'll probably have to book into 2022 right now. So um, I, probably, right? Probably. With all the rebookings from 2020. <laughs> yes. Uh, 2021 is pretty stacked for most people that I know. Um, let's talk about the wedding day because one of the things we do when we talk to clients is like people who are looking at booking us, I say like, I don't really care if people book me. Like I, I actually tell people, I'm like, only book us if you like what we do. And then I kind of go into a thing about like, sort of like our why. And, uh, and I, and I kind of finish it off with, and this isn't even sales speak. And this is like, I don't want to work with people who don't love it. I want people like if someone comes to me and they want me to do what someone else did, it's like, don't hire me. Like, I don't want Mm. that. I want people to hire me who like love what we do. Cause then it's like, we're doing what we do instead of trying to emulate or copy something else. And, uh, then we're doing our best work and then they're getting more of what they want. So anyway, into the wedding day we have, we recommend people th- hire someone who they like being around because on their wedding day, they're around so many vendors intimately, not with all of them, but like, you know, your caterer, you're probably not going to even see right. uh, if things go well. Um, but your hairstylist is like there, they're talking with you. They're with all your friends. They're with your mom and, mm-hmm. and siblings and whatever. Um, you know, I, I, I always think people should hire someone with a good personality too, that they like being around with. Um, and, and same with the photographer. Like we, I had a bride say that we made her day awesome. Cause we were like, she's like, she's like, I, th- I think it's on our website right now, but she, she actually said that she's like, I have it on video. She even said it. So it's proof. <laughs> Um, but she like, she enjoyed the company that we gave. And like, I was like, I was really flattered by that. And I never thought of that beforehand, but I'm like, yeah, we actually spend more time with them than most of their family. Like I'm with the bride more than the groom. Cause I'm with her getting ready. And you know, he has to wait till that ceremony usually or that first look to see her. And anyway, we're, we're around them all the time. And you're around them as a hairstylist or a makeup artist. What do you think makes a great wedding day? That's a great question, Matt. Uh, I think having really good sleep and just making sure that you have everything done the night before so there's no last-minute surprises that you have to deal with. Uh, I think laying everything out and, yeah, just having your 
maid of honor, maybe just figuring it out for you and having somebody there to make sure everything's running properly. Uh, but in terms of hair, you can have your stylist come to your wedding, uh, sorry, to your hotel room or to your house, or you can go into the salon to have your hair done that morning. Do you have a preference? I like going into someone's home. I think it's harder for me. Like I need to go a bit earlier so I can set up, find lighting and cords. But uh, Lavish, we have a really good program where we're able to bring full standing mirrors and our trolleys with us. And then it's easier on our body. And uh, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It's just, it's fun to be in that area surrounded by all that happiness and love and yeah, yeah. Those mornings really are cool. always really exciting, especially if you go on location because you get everything all set up, and there's usually like fun music going, and we got the mimosas flowing, mm-hmm. and you're flowing off with everyone's energy in the room. Yeah, you're kind of just having like girl time. Everyone's getting ready together. It's yeah. a lot of fun. So I think on location, tends your question is my favorite. The salon's always fun too, but I think it's a little bit more intimate to do it in someone's home or their hotel. Yeah, preferably home. It's good too. I should add one thing I was thinking is that if you, it's better to hire um, stylists that can come like at least a few stylists, depending on your, your wedding party size. But if you've got a large wedding party, you don't want to have one stylist coming and kind of panicking and doing everything because you can be there for several hours getting that done. Yeah, exactly. We could start at 8am and I could only do like maybe three people and it's 11 o'clock. So Yes, definitely figuring out how many people want their hair done and adding another stylist to it. Yeah, you want to kind of factor in if the salon you're planning to hire has enough staff to accommodate your wedding size too. So what's like the ultimate recipe there? Like, should they ask you, like Morgan, if they hire you for the wedding, for the for like the bride's hiring you for her, mm-hmm. and then a few of the VIPs, because you said you can only do three before 11. Well, that, uh, that was just an example. Depending on their hair, I can do more. Sure, but yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. But should you be the one? Would, like, would you recommend that you find the second and third person if you need more help doing more hair, like the mother of the groom, the mother of the bride, and, you know, a 10-person wedding, like like 10 bridesmaids? Like, or should be, they hire their own people to come? Right. So I think it would be easier for the bride to just ask me and let me handle it. But if she's not comfortable with that, then she can go and find her own like sometimes people from like small towns are like oh I have this girl who can do it you know cheaper but I really want you to do mine so uh, yeah I've had that happen before I don't know and I I know bridesmaids sometimes like you know they don't want to like it's a lot even to be a bridesmaid and spend hundreds and hundreds on a dress and then hundreds on the make I mean I don't know how much makeup is but yeah I think it's like a hundred bucks and like for them it's not it's not necessary for the bridesmaids to have the same primping as the bride, right? Right. Yeah. Some bridesmaids will just do it. Yeah, exactly. To save some money and we'll, they'll do their own hair. It is common though, that when we show up as a team to do an on location wedding, that a bridesmaid that maybe didn't want to in the beginning might decide once she's seen all the other bridesmaids mm-hmm. or, or especially like the mothers of the bride and groom, they might decide, Oh, well maybe I'll get a little bit done too. And then, so it is good to have a team. Absolutely. There. Yeah. I've seen many 
many stylists jump in where I'm pretty sure they weren't oh, yeah. planning yeah, to. Yeah, that happens often. Or, or uh, makeup too, like the mother, the bride, or mother, the groom. Yeah. They and jump give yourself... In at, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say they jump in at the last minute, get some fake lashes, and then, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, they're good to go. But And give yourself time. Like, don't give yourself an hour to get ready. You want a couple hours for sure for hair and makeup. And yeah, I don't know. How long would you... It depends on how many are in your wedding party, but I think uh, like roughly, I think to do the average formal style, you'd be looking at 45 to an hour per head. Yes. Yeah. So I would say most brides, they want to piggyback their makeup artist and their hairstylist. So you'll go back to back with them. And then ideally, I think everyone likes to be done by 12 and then the photographer starts coming and taking some snaps of doing the bride's hair. And hair first, then makeup. That's typically what we recommend, but what do you think? Um, I don't know. For I don't the, think it depends. It doesn't really matter. Like if you're going to have your hair down, then probably do your makeup first. Uh, but if your hair is up, then it's fine. You can just clip it out and fix that later if you need to. Yeah, as a photographer, um, when I first started, I remember. <laughs> I don't know why I did this. I remember, like at least twice, I did this. It started when they woke up for some reason. I thought all day. Cover. I <laughs> yeah, thought, they don't want that. They don't want you to see them with no makeup on and kind of rolling out of bed with bags before the first cup of coffee. I was so, I I was so naive. I was like, passion, passion, passion. We're going to get everything. We're going to tell their story. And then it was like, Oh yeah, these are just basically before and after photos and no one wants the before ones. No. And, uh, and that kind of changed my, my process quickly. I was like, Oh, I just really need to come when the makeup's done. At least the makeup being done is like a nice start point. And then, Mm. uh, and and you don't even the behind the scenes you don't want her getting her makeup done at the beginning you want the last brush you want yeah. the last thing touch yeah, her lips yeah bride should go last for sure i yeah. think which anyway it's kind of a funny thing i've learned from but and then i don't know like an, it's this other thing that it's like as a guy photographer and there's a lot of a lot of female photographers but um as a guy photographer like girls getting ready is like you know you they need their space like and like i don't know you know it's not my place to be making jokes and jumping in like i mean i'm there to be friendly and nice and um i do make the odd joke i usually like make some joke about the i go to the mom of the bride i for sure know she's the mom of the bride and i'm like oh are you the bride's sister she's like stop (laughs) stop it And then they, they get what I'm doing. And, it's and then they like you for the rest of the day. Yeah. The mom's like, oh, no, 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 no. And then the bridesmaids are like, this, they'll pick up on it. And like, mom, he's compliment. Like he's making a joke. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, there's no need for me to be there all morning. Um, especially like as a storyteller, like you don't need, you know, you don't need every single moment. That's not what tells a day. It's like the key moments and the key moments are like, their last moments with their mom and dad before they leave the house. That's when things start getting real. Like mm-hmm. um, getting the dress on is like, like we, we recommend coming there like an hour max before they want to leave. And uh, it's basically, it makes up makeup's basically done just the last couple things. And then they get the dress on. And then we go into uh, a couple photos of everybody before we leave. And uh, you know, people hanging out, having fun with their drinks and stuff. It's, you know, that's sort of it. So anyway, you're making me want to go to a wedding right now. I know it's been so long. The last one we did was, uh, this year's been funny. November. We did one in November. It wasn't, it was, it was really good. It was really good. Um, but, uh, yeah, 
I don't have another one until April. Hopefully, fingers crossed, everything goes well. I think that one might even be pushed again. So we'll see. I was actually supposed to go to BC this summer for a wedding. I was so excited for that. Like 20, 2020? Yes. And? And it was postponed until next summer. Fun. Yeah. So sad. But that's a, a thing that I would like to talk about too, is I'm able to travel for doing hair. Do you love traveling? I do love traveling. Especially if I get to do hair when I go. Right off the trip. Exactly. Have some fun. Yes. And do you think um, brides should do that? Brides, like, I mean, everything we've talked about today is making a plan ahead of time to get the hair you want. Like, it probably makes sense to bring your stylist. Definitely. I would say that it's a worthwhile investment to pay to bring someone along with you that you know is going to do a really good job. And then you're not going to look back on your photos years from now thinking, oh, my hair was weird, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And especially if you're friends with a hairstylist, like this wedding in the summer I was supposed to do was one of my girlfriends I went to high school with and she just assumed I would do her makeup as well. (laughs) (laughs) That does make a lot of sense. Yes. To, To do that. Yeah. And then I get to go and I get to enjoy the wedding and be a guest and be a part of their whole day. That's usually where the problem happens that I've seen is like, the hair they don't like, it's usually those out-of-town weddings. and Yes. And if you're there all day, you can kind can of be on hand to do touch-ups yes. and little fixes if they lose a pin here or there. That helps a lot. Uh, Melissa, you're, you've photographed many weddings yes. and your stylist. Tell us about, like... Oh. I, so I don't have those skills. I'm not so dual-talented. The two things overlap at, I'm pretty sure, almost every wedding I've ever shot. Um, have you ever redone hair from scratch? Yeah, I don't remember specific who's, weddings. Who's, who did the original hair? <laughs> yeah. Not me. Not going to out anyone. Not Morgan. She always does a great job. No, um, there definitely have been a few occasions where the bride like is visibly upset after leaving the stylist and just doesn't know what to do. And that's a nice way for me to be able to jump in and help out that a little bit more. Is I usually have a few pins and, and spray and things in my camera bag and it pretty much always comes in handy for some reason and it's nice having the eye for both because if they have a funny little fly away or this or that I can kind of fix it for the photo as well so also photoshop you can do that yeah but you know what (laughs) photoshopping hair is like the hardest you know it's It's the hardest thing ever (laughs) anything organic is hard to duplicate okay it's so hard it's so hard you need an artist I remember trying to do it once. I used to be better at this. I used to be the painter. At, I was the guy who did art at school. And I remember like I got one of those tablets and I could draw. And the only way it could look natural is if I drew strands of hair one by one. Wow. To, to do, I had to fix someone's bangs. Bangs were like pretty pot. This was like 20, 2009 maybe. And I remember having to fix this lady's bangs. She had a gap and she shouldn't have had a gap. And I was an editor for this photographer. And like I remember drawing them in. And that was the only way. They looked natural. It was really weird. And it took like hours. So hire a good stylist. Yeah. <laughs> don't, fo- don't, co- don't, um, you know what you don't want? You don't want to like your engagement photos more than your wedding day photos because of that. Yeah. And when you have your wedding and when you have your wedding dress, like that's the probably, f- that should be the fanciest thing you ever wear in your life. And you need to match the hair, the makeup. Like it's a, it's a look you're going for. And I think it's okay to, put that extra effort in, you know, you get your dress, you, you, you buy that a year ahead of time, have it fitted exactly to your body. You know, maybe your hair and makeup should be exactly thought out like that for the full look. And 
you know, to have something you love at the end of your day and look at your wedding photos and love them. I think, yeah, I think it's really important. So do you guys, uh, have any other tips or anything you'd like to add there? Oh, don't look at me. (laughs) (laughs) Did we cover it all? I think so. I think, yeah, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. I mean, you want to, you want to go well in advance to sum it up your trial done. Make sure that you bring photos. Um, Oh, one little tip. Um, Always arrive at the salon or wherever they're doing hair with completely clean and completely dry hair. One common thing that Morgan and I ran into a lot was... um, The myth that you should not wash (laughs) your hair for three days. Yeah, there's definitely a myth that you should have dirty hair, and that's false. Um, But also, a lot of times when you ask for the clients to come in with clean hair, they shower that morning and they're in a rush because it's the morning of the wedding and they show up with a wet bun. And that is a total nightmare for the stylist because then you have to spend an extra like 30 to 40 minutes blow drying their hair and then it's going to cut into the next one. So I guess the biggest tip that I have is wash your hair the night before, blow dry it the night before, make sure it's 100% dry the morning that the stylist is going to be working on your hair. Exactly, because you will be charged more for that blow dry and it will mess up everyone else's timing that morning. And if it's on location, sometimes a stylist won't even bring a hair dryer. That's true. A lot of stylists don't that are working on location are coming expecting to just be styling your hair. So they often won't bring a blow dryer. So that can be a bit of a bit of mayhem. <laughs> That's funny. That's a funny myth. Where did that myth come from, by the way? The I hair? have no idea. It's I think Good everyone question. has different ideas. Like you'll have someone come in for a color that says, oh, I was supposed to come in with dirty hair, right? I'm not sure exactly where that comes from. It's... I think it's because I've heard that is like I've heard that you don't want to shower the day before for some reason, and I'm like, it doesn't make sense to me. No, other than your hair would be a little maybe more fluffy. Like there would be no oil on it. It just depends on the hair type, and not knowing everybody's hair type, you're just way better off to come in with completely clean hair. And uh, I don't know. It's kind of along the myth of like you shouldn't color your hair while you're pregnant. It's there's there's a whole bunch of those that aren't necessarily true. So. I should add, you can color your hair while you're pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It's not going to like, it's not going to like leak into your head and hurt your baby. It's your baby will not have autism because of that. (laughs) No, just vaccines. Just kidding. We're not going to go there. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Uh, well, thanks Morgan for coming on today's show. Thank you, Melissa also for, for co-hosting with me. Thanks for having me. This was amazing. Let's do it again. Morgan, where can people find you? Where's the best place? You've mentioned Instagram. Is that the place? That's the place, yes. And what would they type in to find you? It's morgan.lavishdistrict. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, and uh, we'll uh, chat soon. Great. Thanks, Matt.